Eagles. See, and you guys heard her tear it up on the mic right now. If you guys want to see, like, I'm telling you, you guys got to start going to some local comedy spots, local music spots. Unfortunately, there are 6,500 of us bacon people, and not everybody deserves that title. We got to stop. We got to start, you know, letting everybody in the club because they, some of them giving us a bad name. Let's keep it real. They make it real hard for us. I already told, you know, a couple of them, like, and they'd be like, why are you being so mean to some of these people? And I'm like, I'm not being mean. I'm being realistic. I'm just letting this uh, person know that, like, nobody likes her set. You guys are trying to be nice at awkward open mics because you want them to go up. Like, what's the point? Like, exactly. when we go to a real big audition and he's the first in line and you're the last one in line, you can't get in mm -mm. because you're the last in line. You are really good. guys how's it going pretty great i'm sure um we have a little announcement for you a psa of sorts yes uh listen to cowards every 10 a.m to 11 on mutiny radio on fridays yay for some sweet scared storytelling please do it we need you <laughs> so badly yes okay goodbye goodbye and all the kissing is kissing guys how's it going pretty great i'm sure um we have a little announcement for you a psa of sorts yes uh listen to cowards every 10 a.m to 11 on mutiny radio on fridays yay for some sweet scared storytelling please do it we need you <laughs> so badly yes okay goodbye goodbye <laughs> and all the kissing is kissing guys how's it going pretty great i'm sure um we have a little announcement for you a psa of sorts yes uh listen to cowards every 10 a.m to 11 on mutiny radio on fridays yay for some sweet scared storytelling please do it we need you <laughs> so badly yes okay goodbye goodbye <laughs> and all the kissing is kissing Seriously, like, no. Like you're you're OG, and that's exactly why you're taking the steps up, and that's that's real talk, you know. Like I've had a lot of humbling things happen over the years. Like uh, I don't think a lot of people know this. Uh, I think I've said this maybe on my Facebook once or twice, but uh, the first time I picked up a mic was actually 2006. So this is like years ago before I even knew about bacon. Obviously, before Facebook was a thing. And really, the way that I got started was uh, I started out in theater. I was a theater kid, mm -hmm. and a guy that was. A, a comedian who was actually in that theater community he ran a workshop and so from there a bunch of us that took that workshop then were released out into the wild to become like stand-up comics mm. you know some of us were more successful than others mm. i got pregnant after like six months so <laughs> yeah i was just like uh okay was that, well, was that lumberjack dude <laughs> no not a lumberjack dude she's wearing a lumberjack shirt you notice that right? like, no, she I'm looks like the brawny bitch <laughs> <laughs> like he ordered a mail order bride right there he's like you wear what i wear bitch right yeah, now like, I, oh, yeah. I'm, putting, I'm putting out into the world 
what I want to receive. Hey, that's and right. I'm putting, Absolutely. I'm, putting out, I'm serving, I'm serving fucking lumberjack stees because uh, I'd like lumberjacks to serve their stees into me. Um, and so where was I caught? Aisha motivation. Hey, for real, for real. See, it's contagious. It is. You gotta, you gotta motivate people around you, you know, and, and unfortunately, sometimes people are motivated in different kind of ways. Uh, and with being motivated in different kind of ways, sometimes you're nice, sometimes you're mean, sometimes you're, you just motivate. So although like I motivate like, and put out energy to you guys in different ways, other people hear my motivation in different ways. Like for example, when I say, negative things and beyond that saw level completely like I see myself meditating on the beach working out on the beach like just like having an amazing amazing just like journey into the world but sometimes you meet cats that do the same set over and over and over and never embellish never develop never change uh-huh. and you eventually find the same crowd and the same crowd is not laughing technically at you right or they're laughing like with each other because they're snapchatting it word for word and they're Mm -hmm. enjoying each other's laughter and you're not funny but you're not seeing it out there so at times i had said things you know to some guys that actually they would make me go last because the crowd would leave when i left so So then they were like, okay, fine. We'll make Aisha go last. So they would make me go last and the crowd would be like 30, 40. You know, these are local teens and stuff that are like waiting for me, mm-hmm. waiting for my fucking honesty, mm-hmm. what it really is. They need that. And exactly. I would get up there and need that. And exactly. I would get How can you say that? I knew you wouldn't understand.
understand for you it's all about the rating let's go pillage you say but we never spent any time working on building our clan oh come on we need to build a good amount of gold before we can think about putting a down payment on that clan hall that's always your excuse i'm done i'm logging off Rose disconnects from the server and pushes back from her keyboard jack turns around on his uh, swivel chair behind her Uh, my line. Oh, uh, what the hell, Rose? What? I'm done investing time in that relationship. Oh, fine. World of Warcraft is old anyway. Wait, what are you doing? Rose puts on her VR headset. I'm logging on to VR Second Life. Uh, Jack puts on his VR headset also. VR Jack, I'm leaving you. What? Why? All you ever want to do is have VR sex. So, I need something more. Is this about that VR house you keep bugging me for? What if it is? I told you, I can't afford the Bitcoin. Goodbye, Jack.
Yeah. Hey. Steve, what's going on, man? Hey, George. Welcome to the FTW show with your pals, George and Steve. How you doing, buddy? I'm hanging in there, man. You know, far out. Oh, weekend, huh? Yeah. Yeah, what a weekend. Ooh, weekend painted it green for you and for me, but in different ways, right? I would think so, yes. <laughs> George was lucky enough to work uh, all weekend, uh, yeah. which means a nice little paycheck for him. And yeah, I was threw, lucky uh, enough to... Uh, two hours overtime at me on a Thursday as well, so it's double time, double time weekend, baby. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you, Angel Man. Um, yeah, he might right be coming on, on the show tonight, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you never know. The Wheelie King himself. He said, what are, what are we going to do, George? I said, well, Steve's going to be there, too. He's all, oh, fuck that. <laughs> Just like oh, everybody else. Well, doesn't he? Everybody I know says that shit to me. <laughs> Why you hang out with that guy? I can't picture that. So I don't hang out with him. We just spent two hours together on a Monday night. And that's it. That's kind of our whole friendship. Until <laughs> <laughs> some asshole with a green beard comes up and tries to hug you in the middle of fucking public. What's up, bro? <laughs> just like you, I got a green beard. Where's my green bearded brother? <laughs> See, I walked in a little St. Patty's Day parade weekend uh, and wore a green beard as well as a lovely green, well, hat. What else would I have? Oh, a green shirt on. Yeah. It was a painted beard. Okay, spray paint, yeah. I look like AstroTurf, though. I got, I got that from more than one person. It looked more like fungus to me. They thought it was impeccable. It's like Probably algae. the best ever. It was like algae. Well... Yeah, it was so good. They said, why is Steve trying to fill in for you with the beard, man? What's that all about? I said, sorry, guys. I got to work, and I had to shave, so I don't have a beard. I've got barely any face stubble right now. It's true. Truth. Yeah. Truth. It's true. He's not lying this time. So welcome to FTW on uh, the Mutiny Radio Station. Uh, uh, March 19th show, if you'd like to call in. San Francisco, California. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're down the mission. We're on 21st in Florida. You're more than welcome to come down and visit. Say hey. Hang out, do your thing, do our thing. Do what you want to do. We won't tell you who do, to. Do, do, do what you want to do. Knock it to. <coughs> I got that song on here somewhere. No way. Tonight show? No, do what you want to do. It's oh. Calvin, Calvin Harris, I believe. It's kind of kind of dance music. I can't tell you. Uh, yeah, George does the music on our show, and I do a little thing called The Race Report, and we talk motorcycles, because we are forever two wheels. If you would like to call in... Call us at 415-550-0511. That number again, 65... No, no, you meant 415-550-0511. It would be fun, like, giving them a different phone number every time, wouldn't it? Yeah, sure. It would probably cut down the phone calls other than Gail coming in. Calling in, yeah. Wouldn't she be a great interview? You know, Gail, you hardly seem crazy at all. How about some government conspiracies and who are they trying to kill this week? <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking great. <laughs> if for those that don't know, Gail calls in from time to time and uh, is generally pretty far out of her mind. Kind of deep space is oh, where Gail's a, at. That's a different do what you want to do. She's having oh. some issues. <laughs> kind of like George's music choices. <laughs> yeah. So any motorcycle this weekend, George? You ride to work? Or, uh, uh, yeah, I rode the Harley on yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday and today, yeah, because it was raining on Saturday, man. It was coming down pretty good. I didn't get a, get a drop of rain on me during the parade. I managed to dodge it. Did yes. it rain in the morning or something? Because I didn't see that myself. Um, it was wet. Oh. Oh, Saturday, 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 Saturday. Your time. first day of double time. I don't remember, dude. You know how this is. Do what you want to do. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> what's, he wow. right, what's he say right there? Do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. Technically, you're right, but it's not the one never I never doubt me again. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Jackass. <laughs> so I did get. A, I got an interesting call from my buddy on a Saturday. Do tell. He said, uh, "So yeah, with this ranchero thing, I want out." He wants out of the program. So the program was that he was going to donate the fucking the engine and the transmission. We were going to slap it in together. We we're going to sell it and split the money. All right. I should. I showed up with the truck. He had the engine trans. So so we go. Boom boom. Take the engine out. Um. All of a sudden things got. Yeah. He, well, I'm sure he's having troubles with the house and stuff, and he doesn't want that piece of shit sitting in his fucking driveway all this time. And I've been busy for the last week, so I haven't had a chance to get out there. And he's fucking. He's like, yeah, so I want out on this on this deal, um, but I'll sell you the engine transmission for 600 bucks. Oh, that's not a bad deal. I was like, okay, I'll try to work the money up, you know? And then he called me back like a half hour later, and I didn't answer, but he left me a message that, oh, yeah, you're going to need the exhaust, too, so that's going to be another four bills. <laughs> okay. Is he a regular listener to the show? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's a good dude. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's just turning into more of a mess than I kind of expected, so... We'll see how that goes. Wow, maybe you should get a hold hold of uh, Matt uh, Kettleworth. We'll call him Matt Kettleworth, uh, the the guy that I know that had a rancheroo that unfortunately got wrecked on the way to work one day. You should call him and tell him to come pick this thing up. I don't have his phone number. I did try to get it from Bill. Uh, what's his name the other night? But uh, he did not have it. He did not know the man. Well, that's how it goes. So this is what it is. But yeah, I got to ride the bike, dude. It was like yesterday was cold. Was yesterday? Did it rain yesterday? It, uh, I don't believe it did. I really get out too much yesterday. Big recovery day yesterday. I, think I did ride the bike yesterday and today. I don't think I rode it on Saturday. That's right, I didn't. It cost me 20 bucks to park in that open lot. Ah. Chump change, right? Sure. For my pal George, that's just chump change. That's how he rolls. He's big. It's 10 minutes of work on a double time day. <laughs> don't brag to the kids at home, George. It's a lot of money, dude. That's fucking a lot of work, dude. There's some bullshit and fucking It wasn't too bad, and then I ran into one of my one of the guys at work, and he's like, "Oh, dude, I park over here on the side. The fucking meters don't work on Saturdays." I'm like, "What? <laughs> oh, really? I don't even know about that one. Fuck, that's a good deal. Uh, the one over what? Not Folsom and Third? Yeah, Folsom and Third. That place is usually what fourteen bucks on the weekends. I thought the place underneath the Thai restaurant." There's that one, and then there's one across the street. Uh, or is that the Thai restaurant? The outdoor. Where, the, the outdoor. Where the Go indoor. Dog Go used to be, wherever it was. Or Hot Dog, or we have the fucking... What Up Dog? What Up Dog, that it. That's it. That's still there. That building? Yeah, that place has a parking garage in it. It does, yeah, but the parking garage sucks. Oh, well, I didn't say it wasn't trick without its tricks. I do the one across the street. I've done that one, but they... <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to do with that information, people? <laughs> I try to not even engage in the shit, and my brother, who is equally as intelligent, is sitting across from her, and he actually starts to argue with her. It's like, well, why don't you get like a, a snapping turtle? And she's like, I don't want a snapping turtle, it might try to bite me. And I feel like I'm refereeing a boxing match at the Special Olympics. And my aunt, who actually has special needs, is in the kitchen making a hand sandwich, and... True story. Can't make this shit up. And she takes a big bite and goes, You motherfuckers are retarded! It's a true story. Can't make 
this shit up. So I'm sure you guys would have guessed by now. Um, naturally, I'm a middle school teacher. <laughs> So by day, molding young minds, by night, on the hunt for Red October. That's a big black sub full of semen. Ooh. Ooh, I'll take some ooze. I'll take some ooze. Ooze are better than silence, bitches. Preferably driven by Denzel Washington. Even if Gene Hackman's there watching, I don't give a fuck. So, you movie buffs, you are dying right now. Fucking nerds. So, I'm in my classroom, and the fact that I'm gay gets brought up the other day, or at least I thought it was. And, um, you see, my, my school is broken up, each grade is broken up into teams, and they're named after, after colleges, and I teach all the grades. Um, so one of my sixth graders stands up, and he's like, Mr. Mack! What team are you on? Right? She had the correct reaction, people. That, that audible gasp is what I did and my asshole puckered. And I went, I confess, people, I went to a fucking dark place. For just a few, just a moment, I'm like, what fucking Jesus freak parent set this little shit up for this? This shit. I'm not going down like that. I'm not a fucking punk. Locking that door. I'm donkey punching one of these bitches at a time. Taking two of the Spanish-speaking mijos. We're hopping in my fucking scion. One to use as collateral, one to translate. We're halfway to fucking Mexico. Before these little shits come to, or anybody realizes what's fucking going on. I know. Thank you. And then fuck, reality set in. I calmed down and I, I realized, fuck, he means what team I'm on. And they don't realize that I teach all the teams. So I go, well, I'm just being silly. I'm like, well, what team do you think I'm on? And they go, you're a bear. <laughs> Amongst my people, I am a bear. I'm a fake corn fed, a little fur. I'm a bear. So I start shitting myself laughing. And as a result, they think they guessed it. So one by one, 40 of these little bastards pops up and goes, You are a bear! We got it! Mr. Mac is a bear! He's a bear! And again, this is a true story. And Fuck, if I ever make it big, I'm gonna lose my job over this anyway. So I just go with it and I'm like, fuck, I was like, you know what? I am a bear. We're all bears. And you know what we should do? One weekend out of every summer, we should all get together with just other bears and just lounge around. Gee, we could call it Lazy Bear Weekend. <laughs> Those fuckers lost their shit. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and I can make this up. The other sixth grade team, mm, the organ papers. <laughs> so I said, and absolutely no beavers allowed. 
wet? <laughs> Smelly? And they still or wood. Obviously. There's the clap break. Wow. Funny guy. Hey, she's here. Here, yay. So you had to go to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Go get some BC. Are, is it because yeah. you're sicky? You're, you got to get the special. Oh, well, I got birth control, but I am still oh. feeling a little bit ill. Yeah. That I'm not going to go to the doctor for. I will but just. But you were already there. Don't you just say oh, like, I hey, I'm there. Lady, lady doctor, I should say. But she didn't. She She's a regular doctor, too. She wasn't like, oh, are you okay? You get a little stuff in your throat or whatever well, she didn't I mean, even she say could only give me like birth control take it they're doctors they can give you anything they can give you anything not with the insurance I have oh yeah that, that, that's the fun stuff um Ooh. but yeah so it's 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 it's, it's six seasons so everybody's it's six seasons yeah everybody's got right it. now well I actually I'm gonna go burn it out of myself I leave on Sunday to go to Mexico, Mexico. for 10, yeah, 10 days. And I learned that Cabo San Lucas actually is sunny 320 days out of the year, average. So I'm really hoping that it's like super sunny and awesome. And if it's not, I honestly don't give a fuck. You're not going to wear a lot of clothes. That's cool. No, I, I don't think I'm wearing <laughs> a lot of clothes. And the good thing is, you know, you'll be well by the time you get on the flight. Right. Well, and I did this thing where um, Virgin does this new thing where you can bid for an upgrade. So I did this. I didn't tell Jonathan. He hasn't listened to the show anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but I put in a bid to get bumped up to first class on our way back. So, But I only bid $150 a ticket. That's the least you can bid. You can bid from 200, uh, from 150 to 255 I'm not, which is less than the upgrade anyway. But I'm not going to spend more than 150 So if they accept the bid, they'll charge me. But if they don't accept the bid, they don't charge me. So it's no big deal. Like, it's I don't... Right. I can't lose anything, but if I get, if we get chosen and we get to be in first class on the way home, on it'll Virgin be, Airlines it'll too. be the best, like it's a two and a half hour flight. It would, Jonathan would freak out. It'll be like my Christmas present to him. Free we'll be champagne. Like, I'll free all, all this stuff. All this stuff. And not, we don't want to do it on the way there because we're going to be so excited and we wouldn't care anyways. But right. on the way back, if we're just like, you know, tired and lounging. Right. And we get to be in first class and on stuff. It would be amazing. So I'm really hoping, fingers oh, crossed, man. that Virgin America, because then I, how many, uh, you know, headphones can I bring back? Exactly. <laughs> <From> <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know what? That's usually what I do too when I fly, fly them. They're they're my favorite airline. Absolutely, they really are. And that first class. Ooh. I've never been. We've neither one of us has ever flown first class. So if it happens, I'm gonna be super stoked, dude. You, oh, you're gonna live like kings and queens for those two hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, the, the chairs are like really big and comfortable. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see if I we'll see if I get it. And it is for me. It's like a kind of a crazy like $150 a ticket what would you want to do that but the flight was so cheap I mean the tickets were only like $150 anyways oh, really? so yeah no. I know that's why so this is when we like to go out of town every year and it's called Moss Thanks it's the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas where Virgin American flights are the cheapest so last year we went and visited his sister oh, and that was right got the New York ago. New Jersey yeah. things and then uh, this year we're gonna go to Los Cabos and uh, so I'm super stoked. Where are you guys staying? At an Airbnb that I found that has like um, a saltwater pool and we have our own yes. private like balcony area and it's this yeah. big. I'm really excited. There's a big kitchen. It's like a group kitchen, but I'm, I don't know if other people are going to be there or not. It's like a bunch of cabanas that are in this one like 
group or whatever. So I have no idea how it's going to be. But the pictures look amazing, and I'm just like, I'm so excited. I'm so jelly. So, yeah, and you're going to be gone be for a week, right? Ten days. Ten days. So I'm actually going to be missing two AltaCasts. So it's up to you if you would like to do it them. It's up to me. It's up to you. Dun, dun, Completely dun. up to you. If you don't want to do it, no big deal. We can take a two-week break. If you want to do it, great. Whatever Which you means I won't be seeing... Well, I leave on the 18th, so I will oh, see yeah. you. You'll see I'll me. I'll see you. Yeah, because I'm back on the 13th. It's not... I'm not, like, leaving forever. So it's you probably won't want to stay yeah. forever. Well, I mean, kind of, but I'm in a... I mean, things are so crazy with the, um, with the festival. I just won't... I, I'm going to come back and hit the ground running. It's going to be like, okay, just work, 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 work. Get it all just... All the ducks in a row to just launch in January with all the PR and stuff. And uh, oh, uh, Steve Boji's on his way here on a plane. And he actually wanted me to tell you something, so I have Steve to. Boji. I have to. Um, old dumb face. Old dumb face comes in today at like 4:15 as plane lands, and he wrote me a text and he's like, "I got through the airport and security in four minutes." He's like, "I'm a fucking doctor." Okay, so this is what he said. He said, "Got through airport." Airport security in four minutes, like a goddamn doctor. My flight is gonna land uh, 4:45, some whatever, whatever. Uh, Uber Bart, blah blah blah. Now here's what he says about uh, Telatoya. The one time I'm fucking flying, we might be delayed because cock-sucking Trump came to the St. Charles Convention Center. Oh man! Basically seven minutes from my house. Explain what that means. What does that mean? The St. Charles Convention Center is. It's a St. Charles is a suburb out uh, in outside St. Louis where a bunch of fucking stupid Trump supporters. And so what means what it means is he basically probably got caught up in traffic and shit on his way to the goddamn airport because of his orange fat fucking ass. I hate that guy. But the but the good thing is. Steve Poggi will be here. Yes. And Trump will be in STL. Great. Wonderful. Sad. Yeah. I, he's going to... I'm really excited that he's... Um, and he'll be staying at your crib, right? Right. He is going... He's cat-sitting. Yeah, he's, he's cat-sitting for... Um, uh, for my, for me, for my buddy, for Spike. And uh, I mean, I started writing things down today because I'm like... Yeah, ten, we're gonna be on for ten days. ten days, and there's a lot of like rules that old dumb face isn't gonna want to abide by. Like, <laughs> we're not allowed to smoke in my building. It's just a thing, and if you do, the the neighbors end up finding out, and then they tell the building manager because. And you're not even allowed to smoke in the backyard. We have to smoke in front of the building for whatever reason. I don't understand. But whatever. It's a rule. I'm fine with it. You smoke pot inside. No big deal. But the cigarette smoke, I think because it like... It lingers. It lingers. It lingers. And so it, yeah. And it's just, you know what? The thing is, I think that's cool because I didn't... When I was a smoker, I didn't want to smoke in my apartment either because yeah, I, I don't want the stench. Well, I don't want to smoke like with the cat. I don't want him to smoke inside with the cat either. So it's kind of like... Because I don't want the cat breathing all the secondhand smoke. And he already smokes enough pot smoke on his own. <laughs> The cat, so I'm fine. I'm fine with weed. Just no, no. But we're just afraid that old dumb face. I know he has. I mean, well, and the other there was last year when he took care of the kitty when I was at um, Mike Scott's wedding, and it was New Year's, and I get a phone call at five in the morning on New Year's Day from my building manager Terry saying Spike's out, Spike's downstairs. I don't know what's going on, and I'm like, what? And 
I guess Steve had been so drunk that he like left the door open or something. Oh no! And so yeah, there was weirdness, and I was like, I don't know. So she picked him up and put him back in the apartment. It was no big deal because she has keys, so no big deal. But I was like, what did you? What are you? What is happening? Spikes downstairs? How would he? He doesn't even. I can't imagine him walking down all four flights of stairs either. Wow. Yeah. Well, the good thing is that that's that was old, old dumb face. Old, old dumb old, face. Yeah. Old, dumb face. But just recently, he was in the hospital. Wait, what? Okay, so he is on my show this Friday, which is uh, Broken, Comedic Stories of Physical Trauma. It's going to be this Friday, 8 o'clock. He's got a news on story. Pomta- on Pamtastics. Yeah, here, I'll show you the picture because he sent it to me and I put it on the thing. So the comedians on this show, it's going to be actually, if you guys want to come to a show, it's a stellar lineup. Um, three of my favorite comedians are on it. Uh, Steve Poggi, Chris Knatzer, and Natasha Muse. All of them headliners in their own right. Steve Poggi just coming off of his, he was headlining, was he in Alabama last week headlining? I don't remember. He called me. He's like, yeah, I'm doing two shows tonight. So we did two 50-minute shows on on a Saturday, Friday and Saturday. Anyways, so he's a real headliner in his own right. Chris Kanatzer, obviously, completely hilarious person. And Natasha Muse has been in it forever, and she's headlines all over the place. So anyways, that's this Friday. It's going to be a great show. And this is the picture of Poji. I... It is so hard to to see all posts. I want to see the damn picture. There it is. So it says, just in time for this Friday's show, Steve Poggi in a hospital gown. So you can see he's got a little cuff on there. There he is. Definitely has that sort of new skin head haircut. Not the most flattering angle of the Poge. I'm like, why are you in the hospital? Yeah, it's, like it's a selfie. It's a hospital selfie. Hospital selfie. What the fuck did he do? I have no idea, but we'll probably find I'll out about find it. Out. This, uh, Hopefully it has nothing to do with cars because I remember the story he oh told God, yeah. uh, talked about with him uh, uh, running into something in his oh, vehicle. Oh yeah, when he was when he got a DUI, they didn't. DUI. He never got charged for because he just was like, "I just sold you too." He ran into a parked cars on a, on a parking. Uh, it's it in a, felony, funny, but that wasn't even the felony. The felony was the breaking and entering. He never got in trouble at all for being drunk and driving his car and hitting cars. two into two parked new cars so yeah, they had to trash lot, the cars right. it was a car lot crazy right uh, but so this this Friday it's going to be comics tell story of broken bones and trauma three minute audience stories encouraged during the show so if you have had any we know that there'll be a story from Scotto of flat black plastic for when he was skateboarding and just fell and broke his broke his leg in like 12 places it was crazy Ooh. and um, hopefully my buddy uh, Chef Robert will be here to tell the story of how the Hummer hit him and flayed his leg open oh my god and he wasn't supposed to ever walk again he's oh. lucky to be alive but none of his arteries were his, his, basically his Jesus. leg just opened up like a pinata oh my god and, but they put it all back together because surgeons are amazing I don't I don't Jesus. I don't know but so we're gonna encourage audience stories and then also the comedians will be telling stories of Do you have any of it. yourself? Well, I mean, I would have to say that spitting the skateboard story and spitting out the teeth is pretty... That's pretty That gnarly. was pretty gnarly. Um, and, I mean, I'll probably put that picture up on this today and be like, look, here's me when I busted my chin open. Because uh, oh, the God. teeth... But, I mean... I, 
my other broken bones are like I've had my nose broken four times. I mean, I guess I could tell. I just what? Jonathan wouldn't like the story if I told for when I, when I was a whore. If I told a story about how my nose got broken during sex and I let him finish. Wait, yeah, what? I took his t-shirt. <laughs> I took his t-shirt and I let him finish. Wait a minute. Because we were facing each other, right? Because she's laughing really hard. It is. I guess it's a funny story. But I was having sex with a dude, and um, I know. I'm so glad that Jonathan doesn't listen to the Altacast, right? This is years ago. This is like eight years ago, right? This is old news. Nine. This is old news. Like nine years ago. I've been with Jonathan for four years coming up Christmas. But before that, I mean, I slept with people in San Francisco. I don't know what to tell you. You got to do I what mean, you got to do. Th- I mean, who knows? I don't I don't, I don't think about it. Whatever. But so we like came at each other and my nose ran into his like clavicle bone just like really hard and my nose it hurt really bad and my nose just started bleeding just it was just like gushing blood and I was like ah and he hand he gave me a t-shirt and uh, he was like can I finish and I was like sure I mean because I was wasted oh my god and already bleeding all over his thing I was like all right yeah so I let him wow that guy's dead to me yeah (laughs) can I finish Oh, how polite. Yeah, right. Oh, here's, a, here's my T-shirt. Here's my Hanes white T-shirt. Yeah. There yeah. you go. I you think it was, and I think I can even remember what the T-shirt looked like. It looks like there's one of them in this box. It's not exact, but it had like, it was like a baseball T-shirt, kind of yellow sleeves, kind of quarter inch, <laughs> quarter quarter sleeves, you know? And then like that, the white, the white on the front. I remember, I remember very vivid. Even though I was drunk, that sobered me up real quickly when you break your nose. Damn. Did you have to go to the hospital or? No, I mean. My nose has been... That was the third time I broke my nose. The fourth time was the last skateboard accident not the teeth but the one after and I just like landed on my face and that was a um, couple years ago wasn't it I think well it was it was the weekend before Michelle Ryder got married so I'm gonna say it was two years ago two years ago because they got married in like November October or November two years ago I can't remember it was a fun wedding though but it was weird I had to wear a lot of makeup because I had like two black eyes because when you break your nose it's like your eyes just you just get black eyes (laughs) so I mean so I have a a lot of stories of broken stories of trauma but I might even just sort of forgive not just not even I don't I'm in a host definitely but I don't know if I'm going to do my own story because I mean it just it depends on the audience members that want to participate like right. if there's enough audience members that want to tell stories I'm not going to waste everybody's time with my stupid stories because theirs are probably I mean better well not better just I think it's going to be an interesting show because we're asking the audience to also be a part of the performance, which that I haven't is, really done before. That is, that's a good one. You should share. Yeah, with the, I, I just Jonathan. Oh wait, Jonathan will be in the audience. Damn He'll it! Audience. Well, and, well, and so and so we'll see. But it's fine. It's like, well, the good thing is the podcast world knows now. Yeah, the podcast yeah, world knows now because they really. I know they really pay attention. I think they, I haven't broken any bones, knock on wood. Yeah. But yeah. I did fall up the stairs drunk and I got this dimple in my face now. Is that, that what that was falling up the stairs? Yeah, falling up the that, stairs. You know, the only time that's ever happened to a friend of mine was my buddy Megan, the Meeks, and she fell up the stairs because someone had roofied her drink. Oh man. We were at that's the we were at the a place called the Jewel Box in and it's a seedy, seedy bar in uh 
in uh, San Diego. I don't know if it still exists. I'm sure it does. But it's so funny because one time a, one of the drunks ran into the wall and like totally took out the wall and they had to rebuild it. It was funny. It's jewel box. <laughs> um, but we were there and we were having fun and I was drinking a weird drink. It was... Um, they didn't have root beer schnapps. I was, I was weird. I liked this sort of root beer schnapps and ginger ale, I think I was drinking. Oh. There was a weird thing I was drinking. Um, and But when they made it, I tasted it, and I didn't, I didn't like it. I was like, ugh, ugh, something's so wrong here. It was like, it was like whiskey. I wanted it to be whiskey and root beer, but they didn't have root beer, so it was like root beer schnapps and ginger ale. Anyways, it was a weird drink. Yikes. But I take, took a sip of it, and I was like, ugh, I don't like this. And Megan was like, well, you know, I'll drink it. So... And we made a joke when we went outside at one point. We left our drinks and we didn't cover them or worry about them. And I'm like, yeah, right. Like someone's going to drug us here. Like, what are they going to? Oh, I welcome your drugs. I made like a kind of a cheeky joke about it. Right. We go outside to smoke. We come back in. And I I taste of a drink. I was like, "Eh, I don't really want it. And so she was like, I'll drink it. So she drinks her drink and my drink. And then we proceed to go to this other thing. And suddenly she's just not. It starts raining outside. Things are weird. We met some other friends and our buddy Jin. And she is incapacitated. She falls up the stairs. Where, I mean, I was kind of wasted. And I kept thinking, like, we've only had, like, what? What we have, we barely had anything to drink, and then we figured out we we're like, they roof, they roofied our drinks, and she had double roofie because she drank hers oh, and mine. And yours. Yeah. Shit. So she got all like super passy outy and things were crazy. She fell up the stairs, and then our buddy ended up driving her car, and he was sober because she obviously could not drive her car anywhere. And on the way home, we got in some crazy accident, like the the tire blew, the person, something happened, the person in front of us, and then there was us, and he drove really well, but we still, something happened, and we had to get up, the car was like broken, we had to get off, and we were at some hospital, and people had to come pick us up with a cab, it was crazy, and the, it was a crazy, crazy, crazy night, That's and it was raining, and she was all fucked up, and uh and we were like, we, we told the cops when they came, this is her car, he's driving, he's sober, we think that she got roofied. And uh, it was just... That sounds like a... It was a crazy night. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the rain made it all the way worse, but... Yeah. That was a dark-ass night. It was a dark-ass night. It was. It was a dark-ass night. See, the good thing is, this is why, if you're a woman, you got to be careful with your cocktails. Yeah, absolutely. And then watch out after each other, too. Absolutely watch out for each other. Well, you got to have a buddy. I mean, if you're... I, I mean, now I have a, a boyfriend. But even when I, when I go out alone... I'm not scared, I, but I but I pay attention to my drinks in front of me. I don't ever, and I mostly only go to benders. So I would I would never no one would ever do that there because everyone no I know work. but everyone's so vigilant. Like all of the bartenders are vigilant, and everybody's cool. Like yeah, I, don't I still know. trust no one. Right, trust no one. Trust, trust no one. one. Dun dun dun. Uh, so. What else is going on this week? Uh, let's see. Well, uh, Thanksgiving's over. Now we're yeah. into the holiday season. I think I ate 7,000 calories on Thanksgiving. 7,000? I think I, <laughs> I tried you? to put it together. <laughs> well, it was... Give, give me the rundown of what you had. Right. So I made, in the morning, the first thing I made was the apple pie. And it was, like, perfect. But here's the thing. It was just for me and Jonathan. So I made way too much stuffing. I probably made twice as much as I needed. 
I did and mashed potato. I made three huge potatoes into mashed potatoes with butter and and stuff, and, and then all this uh, stuffing, too much stuffing, and I love stuffing. And then um, I made just a chicken, which we still haven't finished the damn chicken. I tried to eat some last night. The cat's been eating it too. So there's, there's the pie and the, and the um, artichokes and asparagus, which we still haven't eaten all the asparagus, and then the cheese plate. We had three different kinds of cheeses. We had a, four different kinds. We had a goat gouda. Um, like a midnight moon, but a little different. Um, a goat cheddar, a truffle. A, it was a cheap milk truffle cheese, I think. And then um, there was one more kind of cheese. Oh, and then the San Andre triple cream brie. So the, we had, and then we had all these little, we had these little nuts that were candied with stuff. And, and it was crazy. But the thing that, and then with the whipped cream with the pie. But I had a piece of pie, and then like we ate, and then we stopped eating, and then I ate more later, and then so the last piece of pie that I ate, and I'd been eating the cheese all day. I ate so much cheese. Jonathan barely ate any of the cheese. I ate cheese a lot of cheese, a lot of cheese. And so after my second piece of pie, and it was a good sized piece, uh, I moaned. I sat on the sofa and I was moaning. I was like, Oh no. Holding my stomach, holding, holding my poor little belly, trying to survive, just moaning and whining. Poor Jonathan, he ended up going to sleep, and I tried to stay up till till I could survive laying down. It was bad. Like I couldn't. Nothing was. And then because I ate so much stodgy food, like. wouldn't come out. I couldn't put oh, that too cheese much blockage too. Cheese. I had the blockage. I couldn't nothing was coming, coming out. out. <laughs> nothing was coming. So and it, the gas was just building and building and building. And so I did my grandfather's old trick which is baking soda in a glass of warm water and you just pound it and it does something and I finally could go to sleep. But I mean, I felt like the next day I didn't eat anything until like on Friday I didn't eat for a long probably I probably didn't eat until like Eight at night, even because I, I needed to fart like 12 times before <laughs> I could eat, before I could put anything in my body again. I just couldn't anything. So I had to figure out like how many calories did I eat, and it was a lot. I'm gonna guess about seven thousand. So that is what about three days worth of calories? Probably, yeah. I, I mean, so I don't even five hundred maximum, correct? Yeah, I, I don't know how much yeah, I eat a day. Yeah, it's 2,500 maximum a day. So yeah, you had yeah, three I, days. I had three days worth of food. Uh, but and I bet you you were happy when that shit came out. Oh literally. well, <laughs> finally. Well, I, that was the other thing is that because I didn't really use any jalapenos in Thanksgiving because it's just not like there was there was nothing spicy basically. So I'm eating like non-spicy leftovers for days, and that's what I usually rely on. I'm sorry, Alta Cal listeners, if you're like the thing that makes me poo <laughs> is spicy foods, and I'm addicted to them because they make my body feel like they I clean would your system out. I would rather have liquid poo. And then have like not be able to poo at all. I agree. I, so I agree. Now I'm just waste. I'm just back on the train, baby. Dude. Dude, I I actually I overdid it myself. I had some people over, and I um had a cheese plate, which I still have like a bunch of cheeses left. It's like mixed with manchego and gouda and oh, I haven't had manchego in a while. English cheddar. Oh yeah. Um, and then I did a turkey. I did a ham. Whoa. I did a uh, cauliflower au gratin, which was fucking delicious. Awesome. 
I did uh, Brussels sprouts with turnips with roasted uh, with roasted turnips uh, with bacon bits. Wow. Uh, I did mashed potatoes. I did I did anything else? How many people did you have over? Here's the thing. I thought I was going to expect more. Yeah. Only like maybe about six people came. That's but cooking for six is, is quite a bit, especially it at Thanksgiving. It is, but I overdid it. Yeah. Thinking yeah. like it was going to be like last year where I had like at least like 10, 12 people. Right. And I ended up having to, well, most of the leftovers I used, I, oh, I made oyster stuffing too. Wow. Um, but I ended up having to throw the ham away. What? I threw that away on Monday because it was, it was, I ate a big, I ate a lot of it. Right. So, but I was disappointed that I couldn't finish it. Sure. Um, I end up with the turkey. I made a homemade turkey pot pie with fresh nice. vegetables, which was good. Good. Um, the carcass was, I, I killed the turkey pretty much. Um, and then I end up having to throw some of my stuffing away because I burnt it oh. on Sunday. Gotcha, when you were reheating. <laughs> reheating yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, but I took breaks. Friday, I didn't leave the house at all because I was just eating. We didn't leave the house Saturday. We came back because, but Friday I had the shows here and I had some other things. And actually, Jonathan was a prince. He let me go out after the show here. Um, so I, I had to host happy hour on Friday and, uh, and then host the show. So I had a fun time. I mean, I ate some pot food or whatever. I just wasn't drinking. But after the show, I was like, I really wanted to go to karaoke at Bender's and, and, and start drinking again. And Jonathan let me. So we went, cause he never, he's always like so tired on a Friday. He just wants to go to bed, but he was like, no, 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 we'll stay out. We'll stay out. And so I got to sing two songs of karaoke at uh, Bender's and I had a really good time. Did you end up shitting that day? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, no, it's been, it's been, it's been a rough week. Like I, but I sort of forgive myself around these Christmassy times. Like there, I'm eating a lot of food and I don't usually do that, but I've been trying to compensate for it. Like, um, yesterday I just, I had an extra hour. So instead of taking the bus, I walked That's and I was, though. I was going to walk here this morning, but I, I had to write my story. So I didn't have time. Um, but I've been trying to like just balance it out, walk a lot more, and not take the bus. Well, the good thing is in Cabo, you'll you'll be out in the water and doing a bunch right. of I stuff. Hope, I hope that we swim a lot. And yeah, stuff like that. You'll most definitely be really active. I I hope so. I mean, I would like to be. I mean, I'd like to be mellow for part of it, but I'd also like to be active in a really pretty place. And the, you know, the sea life there is really amazing. And I love the fishies and the You're going to snorkel things. on Yeah, absolutely. Do that shit. Because the Sea of Cortez side has no waves. Oh. The Pacific side is good for surfing. But because it's at the bottom there, you can hit both, really. You can go to the Pacific side down by the Cabo San Lucas or where we are, which is up in Los Cabos. We're on kind of like the Cortezy thing. And there's even a sort of a bay kind of area. So I, I mean, I've, I've never been down there, so I'm kind of I've excited. Never been. To... I've never been to Mexico. Oh, I love Mexico. Oh, Fucking man. love Mexico. That's going to be one good Christmas. Yeah. Well, but we'll be back before Christmas. I mean, it, it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be, I'm just excited that it's going to be a, a vacation. And Jonathan and I have never done 10 days together like this. So, you know, that'll be You won't me. know what to do with yourself after day five. Yeah, no, I, I, I know how to vacation. I'm not concerned <laughs> about that at all. There's, it just means I get to, to drink when I wake up. I was going <laughs> to ready to say, I'm like, it's going to be margarita time nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like tequila though. Um, I can get back into it, but I won't ever do shots of tequila because of my youth. 
Mm-mm. Turns I, me into a werewolf. Well, it turns me into a, a puking machine. Like it's the point now where if I even if I even smell it, I get a little nauseous because Uh-oh. I had a problem with tequila shots and when I was like 19, and I'll never forget it. It's like a sense memory thing. It, just that lime salt tequila. I mean, when I was a, when I was a young when I was a young alcoholic, uh, I used to think. Well, my whole point was like I want to get wasted fast, so I took shots. Right. Because if you take three shots in an hour, you're fucked. Oh God. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I was doing back then. I think I probably did. This. The, the the day I got sick was we were watching the Kings play hockey. And we were at Moondoggies in La Jolla. We got free drinks there because we gave them free advertising in the Koala, which was a comedy newspaper on campus. So I was only 19, but because I knew the guys and I wrote for them, we just went and they just, they didn't care, whatever reason. It's also, it's like 93. So for whatever reason in 93 at Moondoggies in La Jolla, they didn't give a fuck. And so they were, I, I would do this thing where I would, they were cute because they had the, instead of toothpicks, they had those tiny little red swords. Uh-huh. And so they'd put the, oh. they'd put the lime with a little sword on the thing with the glass. Okay. So I'm like, little swords and I'm being silly and I'm like fighting with the sword. sword. And I, I start using them to count my drinks and I'm like, look, I've only had four. And so oh, I start being dumb because one of them takes the sword away and I'm like, I only have three now. Ah! And it becomes this joke, Uh-oh. right? But then that was the thing is I lost count. I had no idea how many I had that night because because I was <laughs> This is going downhill real fast. Right, and it went, yeah. So I probably had like nine shots of tequila during it was and the shootsy scores. We're watching hockey. I'm screaming about hockey. Loved hockey at the time, loved the Kings. Wayne Gretzky was still on the team. This oh, is a long yay. time ago. Oh, dope. Long time ago. Oh, and I'm screaming. I'm underage drinking at a bar. And, and all I get up, and I'm just like, oh, no. And I, I can kind of even remember what their bathroom looked like. It, it was a special bathroom that was away from the other ones because it was in the bar section. And I just booted all over the place and came back out and, and had another shot because I was only 19 and I could fucking take it. But the next day I was so hungover that I'll never drink tequila again. And that has been, let's see. Since that was 93, so. 20, about 24 years ago. Yeah, 24 years ago. You know, I um, I have a tequila story. Yeah. Uh, mine was in high school prom. Oof. 1998, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I was, um, well, actually, that would be two tequila stories. I'll tell the interesting one. <laughs> I, I have one where I ended in the closet and started crying. Mm. So th- this one was in high school. So this one. Is this the clo- closet this, crying? or is this Yeah, this okay, is the closet okay, okay, crying. Okay, 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 yeah. So this is 1998. So like, uh, we all, everyone has a room at this place called the Henry VIII in St. Louis, which no longer exists. Um, it was like an old-timey English-looking place. Um, and so we're all partying and underage drinking. Yeah. And, uh, well, I decided to take tequila to the head. Like, Ooh. oh, yeah. I'm, I'm you know, I'm 
I'm only 17. I know what I'm Straight doing. Straight from the bottle? Straight from the oh, fucking yeah, bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't need the salt or the lime. Yeah, I'm no, 17. I'm, yeah. Um, wrong. <laughs> uh, so I ended up putting on, I used to have this little uh, yellow nightgown. And mind you, the place is full with some of my peers that I go to school with. And I don't have any pants on. I'm wearing this little yellow nighty thing. Yeah. And... I don't know what was in my fucking right mind. So I'm like dancing around and then like I end up going to the bathroom. Is this I, before or after the prom? Oh, this is after the prom. Oh, this is after. Okay. So you're uh, out of your you're out of your dress. Prom dress. You're out of the prom dress. In my you're in the yellow nighty. You're dancing around, you're running up and down the hallway. Um, yeah, exactly. And I decided to run a bath. And as I rode the bath, that water made me figured, oh, I should puke now. So I puke and I remember in the bathtub? Yeah, I puked nice. in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. Were you in the bathtub while you were puking? No, no. Oh. I was <laughs> I missed the I missed the um, the toilet, so I got you know on the ledge of the the toilet, and I remember what I ate because I saw oh. French fries in my barf and it was kind of pinkish. So wow. sorry, sorry, listeners. Um, and I just I remember there was this little asshole. His name was Nick Downs. I'll never forget this. And he was trying to be a little bit sexually assaulty, and I was already not there. And I'm like, I just like I already missed it. the salt, honey. I just I just drank it to my face. I didn't yeah. use any salt. And I'm like, it's I'm like, not I'm gonna be gonna salty. Do. You're like, no, 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 no. You're not. There's no salt. I'm here. like, I'm not gonna do anything with you. Ah. Yeah, that's when you vomit on yourself even more. They just yeah. don't want to rape you when you vomit on yourself. Isn't that amazing it's how amazing. that works? It, it, it's vomit. really yeah. Yum. But it lets you. It also lets me know how men just don't give a fuck. Well, no, but I I was taught in the rape crisis prevention program in what 91 or whatever that uh if you don't want to be raped you just either pee yourself shit yourself or vomit on yourself if if you've tried to yell for help and you've yelled fire and you tried to you tried the grab grab twist and pull and you missed and you're freaking out the way to avoid being raped is to shit yourself pee your pants or stick your fingers down your throat and i was like i was taught this in high school right so you did a great job you avoided salt by puking you know and smelling gross you smelled like old tequila i smelled like old tequila and french fries Mm. so Mm. i I do recall running into the closet crying and i was singing a bjork song oh wow (laughs) wow my my friend michael drummond who i'm still friends with to this very day comes to the closet with me who is gay (laughs) (laughs) came in the closet with me and i was crying and he's like what's wrong i'm like Nobody likes me. I don't understand what I did. No one, I'm just so fucking Degrassi Junior High crying right. moment. That was tequila. Tequila. Tequila mess. Uh, 1998. Flash forward. We'll go to 2001. I um, didn't I had, learn your lesson. I did not, did not learn. Well, the this lesson. one is an accident. Oh, okay. So this one, I um, I'm at a friend's uh, party in St. Louis still, and uh, guy I was messing around with. He was older than me. I was uh, ni- 18, 19 at the time, and he was like 37, thirty seven, thirty eight. Yeah. And I, I was still a virgin. Um, so we're at this party, we're drinking, and at my at the time I was like I liked Malibu and pineapple juice. Sure, yeah, yeah. coconut um, rum and pineapple, classic combination. Co- Delicious. And I like dirty martinis too. Oh, so. you're an insane person. Yeah. I was you- <laughs> I, you just went from one delicious thing to one like highly disgusting, I love, like pickle juice weirdo. I love it. The, no, olive the olives juice. and dirty, olive. So, so olive we're juice drinking. We're salt. all in the kitchen, and 
most of the alcohol, all the good stuff is gone. So all now we're down to the like the cheap alcohol, um, the Schnooks brand, which Schnooks is a store in St. Louis. So which is a bad, horrible brand. So I'm drinking this clear stuff. It's like Osco vodka. Yeah. For us out here, Osco uh, or Royal Gate, Royal Gate vodka. Ooh, that's vodka. That's 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 homeless person. That's questionably housed. <laughs> fucking uh, vodka. If you're drinking your vodka out of a plastic bottle, you probably you shouldn't issues. be drinking that vodka. You, you, you should got issues. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm thinking at the time, because I'm an idiot, I think, oh, I'm just drinking vodka. Um, so, and I know, I'm like, this vodka tastes weird. Was it gin? No. Oh. So. This vodka, this clear liquid that's burning me tastes weird. I think yes. it's vodka, but it doesn't taste like vodka. So, I'm, I, this, after I've, I've drunk, like, I, and I was drinking it neat, too, because I was trying to get to the point. Right. Because, you know, I'm 18, 19. I don't know. I know everything. Yay. Um, wrong. Uh, so, the person picks up the bottle, they pour it, and they mix it with Coke. I'm like, why are you mixing vodka with Coke? They're like, that's not vodka. It's tequila. And the label... Tequila and Coke is even worse. Yeah. What are these psychotic people doing? I don't know. I don't believe in mixing Coke in anything. Yeah. Uh, well, at least the liquid form. Right. Uh, so, because I didn't see the label the label was not facing me the person pours it uh and I'm, he puts the bottle down and it says tequila oh my schnooks. god and i'm like you're no! you drinking clear no! tequila is that it's oh that's that is ah, horrific it was and horrific from there when i saw that label oh. i flash back to me being in the closet again i just vomited a little right now <laughs> like just, just even sympathetically curling oh, it you. was terrible oh. right then and there i got drunk immediately as yeah. soon as i saw that label and i oh. and yeah. i remember i like went all the way up to the third floor because it was like a three-story house and I'm like swaying and I hear this guy playing acoustic guitar I'm like oh, I need to get away from this ah and so I went up to someone's bedroom and it's dark and everyone's like just let her lie down you know she'll be okay and then dude that I was talking to who I don't remember his name was he was drunk and he was trying to more sexually salty he was trying uh, to like fuck me I'm like oh, wow. oh. and I remember someone that lived in the house came in the room and they're like yo stop that she's fucking passed out yo yeah it's like ah oh, fucking sexual assault god damn i just I don't think about that yeah. now. now now we spelunk the memories of of fucking. uh yeah they but it's it somehow somehow and i don't know if it's if it's men or boys if it's their own volition or if it's something that they've gotten from movies or brothers or other men Great or if culture. it's just if it's just pervasive in the society that they think when a girl is passed out that well she's not going to remember it anyway so it really doesn't matter and it's like but how you, just the the total lack of like seeking consent and and just thinking that like this is completely fine they, it's like fucking a corpse. I guess. Yeah. I mean, if that's what you guys are into, I mean, you're not. Uh, I mean, ew, you're sticking your dick in something that you, it's not moving. It's not yet. She, you know, she's breathing at least, but maybe she, yeah. she's well, yeah. yeah. She, but she's not here, man. Right. So what? I mean, so you get to stick your you get to stick your dick into something, and woo, wow. That's what joy. How what do joy? they? Well, that's thing. How do they get hard when it's like? You know, it's like, is that, I guess it's, it's, is it past that lady is sexy? I don't, I don't know. And especially if you're a drunk male on top of that too, it's just like, what, I mean, yeah. 
I, I just I don't, don't know. I don't I, get it either. I, I, I think men are nasty. That's just. <laughs> I think they can be. I, I just I don't understand where where and how the culture has decided and given them the idea that it's okay that in such a large swath that you know sexual assault is no big deal that they would even I don't know have the volition to want to do that I, I, it just, I, just, I don't really understand I don't really understand it probably because we were raised correctly and we're good people I don't know I mean maybe just, I don't know but we're also not men either because I don't hear too many women raping women Right? Or you, I don't right. hear too many women trying to rape men. Well, I mean, I have a rape joke, but I haven't done it in a long time. But hey, Matthew Quirk, um, I have a rape joke, and I haven't done it in a long time about you know taking it when a, when a guy before he wakes up if you if he's sleeping you know and you take it flaccid dick in your mouth and you suck it till it's hard you know that's power like that's my rape joke which I think is kind of funny but I don't say it very often because right now in this like Climate. everybody's like me too me too and I'm like ah we are joined right now by Matthew Quirk how are you doing uh, pretty good can I uh, use your bathroom crash your party charge my absolutely <laughs> yeah sure just like a do you, man did you park your van around the corner I'm pretty close by. You're yeah. pretty close. That's yeah. nice. He's, he's his house. His apartment is around the corner. I uh, so I use the visit. local laundromat and all that sort of thing. Oh, good for you. Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Altic. I'll join you in just Matthew a few Quirk. minutes. Thank yeah, you. sweet. He's going to go use the restroom. So, uh, you, so you have to retire that joke till probably maybe a year or two? I don't know. I mean, I've been, I've been doing that joke for like four years, so I don't... I haven't done it recently, but... It's, it's the same thing about, like, I'm an insensitive person. You guys can listen to last week's show if you didn't listen. Uh, I'm completely <laughs> insensitive. I'm a terrible feminist. I'm an awful... I'm a, perv- I'm a handler of the rape culture. I'm completely... You like, like men more. I, li- I guess I like men more. I don't know. I, I found it... Just, just, to, just to bring it full circle from last week, I talked to the male in question, and he had no idea that any of this was going on. Oh. He He's never asked her out. He's never oh, oh. asked, used any language at all in any way. This, this it actually gets it a little bit more interesting. It, now. I know. I, I told him. I just. I thought I would be remiss if I didn't share the podcast with him, and and so I sent it to him, and I said, "Hey, just want to let you know, you might want to give this a listen. I don't know where she was coming from. I, I tried to defend you, but I didn't really think that your actions even needed defensing, because um, I don't think that you really did anything. I just want. I just want to make you aware of this. Right. And, then, and I said at the end of it, I said that I think that you should just, just not not talk to this. Just not interact with this person at all just stop interacting with him and he was so hurt he was like um, it is always he's like I had no idea that I've done anything to make anyone else feel uncomfortable and he's like it's always uh, oh he's like I'm always trying to be nice to everybody and I didn't mean for anything to be taken in any way he's never been oh, interested man. in her at all in a dating capacity oh. so that sort of confuses that, the mix and I'm like I don't know where is this coming exactly from so now, now I'm like I don't know what to do it's all in someone's head I don't know so now um, but I'm excited because now that happy hour there's a bunch of different people that are going to host and I'm going to be out of town anyway so it's um so we've got this week is Alyssa Westerlund uh, next week is uh, Ian Levy, then um, Arden, then um, 
then Annette Mullaney, and then Zane Barrett. So those are the five hosts of December, and it's exciting because it gives people opportunity to host. I think it'll widen the audience for people because the... I don't know, people spread it around more when they're like, I was the host, or whatever. Um, so, everything works out all right in the end, but... but this is a mystery. It's a, I mean, it's a mystery. Well, and what's not a mystery is uh, tomorrow, if anybody wants to come by, from 9 in the morning until 2.45 in the afternoon, we're going to be uh, cleaning the station, we're going to be revamping everything. If you want to come volunteer for Mutiny Radio, stop on by... Come on, hell. 2781 21st Street. Yeah, we're going to... I'm going to try to get everything cleaned out from upstairs, get this whole place. We've got the new computer that we bought um, that's going to be the same as over here. Nice. So this will all, won't will make that crazy sound anymore. <laughs> um, it's, it's exciting upgrades and stuff. So we're going to be doing that tomorrow at the station. So if anybody wants to come by, There might be please weed do. involved. Oh, of course there's going to be weed involved. Please. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there's always. In fact, I'm excited for some weed to be involved. Um, what we have here, what we're going to listen to right now is... Is one of my buddies, the young Ben from uh, Nomad from the school I was teaching the guys. He sent me an email today and said, "Hey, will you play this um, on your show?" And I said, "Sure, I'll play this song on your show." Um, I'm not sure if he made this song or if someone else made this song, but he wanted us to play it. He's a little youngster. Yeah. He's a 14-year-old kid, lives in the mission. He's a cool dude, and uh, he wanted us to play this. Uh, also, I'm sure that hopefully there aren't children listening to the show, but if there are parents listening to this show and you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, I'm starting a new after-school program for kids, junior high-aged uh, boys and girls, to have their own podcast on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I can take four kids each day. It's going to be Tuesday and Wednesday from 4 to 6, so I can have a maximum of eight kids uh, during the uh, three months. So it's 12 classes, 300 bucks. So it's kind of, it's a steal. It's 25. It's basically 1250 an hour for me to hang out with your junior hire uh, so that they won't get into trouble and we'll be making some art and stuff. So, hey, if you're out there and you want to, it's, it's a steal actually. Uh, but here is the iPhone remix thing that he wanted me to play.
Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben, for giving us some cool, weird music. Sweet. Um, speaking of cool things, we're gonna watch Allison Hooker's uh, set here from the Punchline. She just applied to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, so let's check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, Allison Hooker. and last name on my gym clothes. just thrown together. It's like, move, 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 move. 
me though, because I was like, what is this crap? This isn't music, this is just noise. <laughs> Which is what my mom used to say to me when I was a teenager listening to hip hop, you know? I was like, this isn't noise, mom. It's bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. <laughs> misogynistic music, you know? It's like whatever music was coming out around the same time that you were going to lose your virginity, <laughs> like you love that music for life. Because <laughs> certain songs will come on the radio that just feel romantic to me. They just feel nostalgic, you know? Just move, bitch! Get out of the way! I'm like, oh! Excited that um, Allison Hooker applied. Um, that's super cool because I, I didn't, I didn't think that she. I don't know. There's a lot of people in the scene that, like, I don't know why everyone's not applying. I mean, I'm like, because for, for me, I'm like, give me your ten bucks, just apply. Give me ten bucks. Um, but then more than that, you know, I want people to want to get in. But this year's going to be super tough because. There is a caliber of people that are applying. Here's 10 bucks. Oh, here's that. <laughs> yeah! See how that works? The caliber Magic. of people applying, Latoya saw last week, Kevin Monroe is yeah. awesome. Andy Picaro is That's like a amazing. headliner. That Ivan Garcia guy was so polished. Hunter Donaldson is coming back. So, like, there's this... And so what the, the thing that's hard for me is that, and thank God Steve Poggi is coming because he's sort of going to be my, and Jonathan helps too. And you, you've been, Latoya obviously has been helping tremendously because I have no idea when I start watching 10 of these in a row, I, I can't tell what I think is funny, what other people think are funny. And then I've, when I've watched them a few times, I'm like, is this funny? Right. And it, cause like yeah. there's, there's different funny for different people. Right. Yeah. And you want to make sure that you're not getting the same kind of funny because you're just going to have repetition. Well, I don't want either. You I don't want to get criteria. Well, I don't want any, yeah, I need a rubric. I don't want any like hacky stuff. But the other thing is that when you're watching someone's five to 10 minutes, you're, I'm judging on whether I think that they can do 30 plus minutes of different material over five, five days. days. So this, now this happened last year and I was, I, I only made a couple, there were only, I think two on the whole festival that I was like, eh, I probably shouldn't have chosen them <laughs> because they did the same set multiple times. And I was like, you're on a festival with different themes. You get over 30 minutes total. Why would you, and it's recorded. Why would you ever do the same set twice? It's it's tough to know everything about everybody. I mean, it's uh, if I may relate it to sports, being the man in the room, uh, <laughs> it's it's like pitching. Some people are starters, some people are mid people, some people are closers, sure, and sure. like you know, a guy might have you know one killer set and nothing else. Right. And other people are better at just like riffing or just they got funny bones. So no matter what they're talking about, you're laughing. Sure. You sure. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, there is a thing with with funny that's like I see how that would get laughs it's not funny well there's also people that there's people that are like you Matthew Quirk are a serious joke writer you write your script 
By the way, I have jokes. I won't force you to uh, uh, play mine and judge it here. I'll let oh, that no, happen. Oh, no, no, no. I'll let that happen the, in the mystery the, of the... the yeah. Uh, well, yeah. we do. We've been watching some of them on the AltaCast because it's, it's, it's twofold. One, it gives stuff so that we don't have to talk the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it's an opportunity during the month of November to sort of see what the submissions are because it's it's overwhelming at this yeah, point. Yeah, sure. We've had... I've had like... I'm, I'm 85 submissions now and there's still out. a couple days that I just got three more today I can only relate this back in the day I used to be a big time drug weed person mm. and uh, we get invited to judge you know harvest contests sure sure how the hell do you judge you know oh, and you gotta right. you gotta start coming with criteria and be like even though you can't tell how high it gets you because you're smoking another one right, 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 minutes, right, right, right. Yeah. that you gotta sort of like develop a system to recognize like do I feel this initial thing do I feel well, the other you know, problem is, is that the material itself, I'm biased to. Yeah. There's the girl from uh, Louisiana who gets up on stage and she's like, I moved to, I moved to New Orleans because I'm a drunk. And all of her jokes are about being an alcoholic. I'm laughing my ass off because she's like doing she's, jokes that are funny for she me. She speaks to you. It's relatable. Right. Yeah. For me, it's totally relatable. You're her target audience. Exactly. And it's the same thing when there's somebody with like all cat jokes. I'm like, I love now, does it mean it's fun? It means I love it. Cat jokes might fall flat in some arenas. Wait, right, well, right. I actually have a show on the festival called Cats, Cats, Cats and other animal material. And it's all just jokes about animals. And they I just want people to do all animal-centric material. Because I have 10 minutes on my cat. I have 10 minutes about masturbating with my cat and loving my cat and my life with my cat. I have a full 10. And I'm sure there are other women or men. I'd love it. There's a crazy cat guy. Hell yeah! Like, Steve Poggi has some cat jokes. But, I, I mean, I I love cats. But, so that's the problem is that I don't... If, if somebody is here from, like, you know, New York or something, and they do, like, a bunch of cat jokes, I'm going to be like... I'm going to knee-jerk them in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they might... Because I'll be like, oh! But it's... I mean, it's hard. I kind of have to assume that... Everybody's good. Everyone's good and everyone sucks. As comedians, like we're all great sometimes and we all suck sometimes. Yeah. And are they gonna? Are they gonna suck? Damn. Um, are they gonna suck on March first through fifth? Or bombing are is they a chance be? we take. It's a great equalizer to us all. But like, yeah, I, I hear some comedians who are getting all kinds of laughs with just like redundant material, Hacky, just yeah. plain shit. It's like it's not clever or funny. Yeah. So hack. so you just got to sort of be able to judge like okay I'm not laughing I don't think it's funny to me that's not the comedy I want to do but I can see how this guy would win an audience over sure would be well hopefully this year get I get a lot of laughs get I think this year is going to be uh, the best in terms of audience it's been great so far in the past two years it's been amazing but now I actually have a budget to like do marketing and Spark is helping out so much not only financially but they're letting me use their email list so to be able to direct market I mean I only need to sell 750 seats to sell out the whole damn thing yeah. and if I have access to 46,000 people that live in San Francisco Bay Area yeah better off like way better odds than before way better and then with like you know doing all the work of like sending out the PRs and putting it on the spin goes and the 
and the do the bays and the calendars and blah 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 blah. We got your back. I don't know why. That's a new swing arm too. I have no idea why. Broken two different ways since, like she, since I've been sitting here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't like it landed in my lap at first. Yeah. My microphone that is at people out there. And uh, it's a it new just, swing arm. It, it also got possessed and just it's fell. Possessed. Yeah. This so place is fucking that you heard. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow it'll all be fixed because tomorrow we'll be here at the station from nine to two thirty. Come join us. Two seven eight one twenty first Street, and we're gonna clean, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna take all the everything apart. We're gonna all the dust will be gone. Basically, gonna take everything out, clean it, move it all back in. We're gonna fix. I'm gonna have someone on this damn. CD. I'm going to have someone sit with a pile of CDs. If anyone has an autistic child, I'd like to put them on the floor with, because somehow the uh, adults here are unable to take a CD out and put it back in a case. So I've got like huge stacks of CDs and huge stacks of CD cases with no CD, with in no CDs in them. That's annoying. And, and it's so annoying. And it's one of those things where it's going to take someone an hour and a half. It just is. Unless yeah. we just throw them all away, which I'm not willing to do because yeah. why would I do that? There's some music on there, man. Right. Exactly. So, I love CDs. That's one, my, that's one of my pet peeves, too. You when know? I had CDs, like, yeah. I hate it when I saw other people's, like, a big stack. And then I'm like, ooh, yeah, look, it's a Depeche Mode CD. Where the fuck is the CD at? Yeah, I didn't it's just the case. Yeah. And the way that so they're annoying. put terrible in places and stuff, I'm just like, oh, God. So I want to have a person just dedicated to, like, there's going to be another person that's dedicated to, we'll see how many people like it. So this, this is how I'm going to transition into what I want to talk about. Yeah, good. That sounds like women's work. Ah, oh, here so, we go. So, there we go. <laughs> so, are you, you're, you're very excited about your misogynistic jokes. It's good. That's funny. It's good. Uh, well, that was just a spur of the moment thing I thought about. But, so, I wanted, you guys were talking about when I first entered the room. Uh, the whole Me Too thing. I've got mm-hmm. a lot to say. So, Sexual uh, assault. Yeah. So, uh, my nickname growing up in my family, one of the many, was uh, Maddie Me Too. Maddie I, Me Too? Yeah, because I had an older brother, and it's like, oh, Joe's going to go, oh, Me Too. You know, I was like, Maddie Me Too. Me too. So now I can't be saying me too no more. It's totally now you uh, this this okay, movie has they, erased my history. Just because they no they they can't change the context of the you can still have your history with the context. You can take it back. You and can so do I'll that. <laughs> you can back. do that. You have a genuine connection to that predates fr- phrase phrase predates sexual assault as we all know only started happening recently. It's not from the sixties. But oh. me the me too thing now the me too thing actually kind of pissed me off because yeah we've all been sexually assaulted yeah but let's me too listen to me listen we all i mean i don't want to discount any but it sucks that we've been assaulted it sucks that that men can it sucks that it's pervasive in the culture that it just happens and that i'm even like yeah of course it happens we all know that like we did now i mean who hasn't been sexually assaulted yeah well have you heard i don't know i mean i have i I don't the the part of the the scary part of of it is the fact like if it it happens at work and it's going to affect your job or you trying to work yourself up sure sure sure. you know where you're going to have to suck a dick or two um but it's called the casting couch for a reason that's right the casting couch sure that's fine in porno and hollywood but it seems to happen at mcdonald's but that's the thing is the idea behind the casting couch and the reason it exists as a terminology is that the woman is somehow in there she's talentless except she gives a good blowjob and she works her way up sex but it's but the way that we've been taught is it's almost like an empowering idea whereas it's really just 
the power dynamic where you're being taken advantage of because Absolutely. you're new and they have the power and so they're saying suck my dick or you're not going to get this role as opposed to I want to suck dick because I want to get ahead there's kind of a di- ha, ha, but, I'm just, so there's a, but there's the mentality yeah, there's is that the Madonna whore society played out thing but, yeah. and then, but then sociologically and what, where we've been grown and what we've been told it's just it's, it's accepted because it's a thing. I think the fact that matters like I think now that we have a turning point going on between the sexes is that we're realizing that males have been raised in rape culture and just even what we were talking about with like the tequila stories as I'm thinking about it, I'm like oh my god I almost got raped but, but here's Twice. the thing is that women have been taught to be subservient and get married and your husband can do whatever he wants it's not rape if it's your husband well that's not true false because you might not want to have sex yeah. and he might force you to do that but legally it's been okay for years and years and usually it's you know the rule of thumb men used to be able to beat their wives with a stick that was no bigger than the width of their thumb yeah and even and so if you had big beefy thumbs but that's the thing is it's a word it's a phrase that exists so like we're all being like me too me too. yeah me too since the 1700s me too since women existed there's been a power dynamic that we're finally trying to acknowledge it's like yeah, we've been just saying it yeah. forever. I, I've been, I am appreciating that the fact that there have been a lot of people now, like today, it's like every day somebody is falling from grace. Like today, <laughs> yeah, Matt, you heard about Matt, that? Matt Lauer Matt got Lauer. axed from the Today Show. The first good-looking guy to Matt. be accused yeah. of sexual misconduct. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, he was and like... You know who else? Wow. Garrison Keillor. Oh, from... Yeah, from... You're lying. Yeah. I don't know, no. I was reading about that on my way here. NPR's Garrison Keeler? Yeah, he Minnesota Public Radio. Yep. Is he it's not seems, alive anymore, is he? Yes, he no, is. He, he is just alive. retired. Yeah. He's, he retired from Lake Wobegon. Yeah. He didn't die. Okay. It seems the most uh, innocent. If you know, if his story is even like kind of true, definitely the most innocent of the accusations. Uh, he's, he claims his hand just <laughs> went to the wrong area. Like if she came over to hug me. And I go to hug her at a particular safe area, and she suddenly bends down to hug me, and now I'm wrapped around one of her boobs. Well, that that sounds like that sort of thing. Like that it sounds like, like a George bad, Bush. A bad, well, George Bush. The George Bush with gra- grabbing the asses because he's in a wheelchair. I had so he's like, him grabbing my that just made it easier. Area is right. Yeah. There's a was, difference between this and this, though. He was doing too much explaining to that article too. Right. And like, if I actually grab, you know, there, and then my hand is just there, but if there's like a sort of a Double pump with the fingers. That's 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 yeah. That their second one's definitely an intentional grab, and the first one is yeah. questionable. Mis- the, the thing that the thing that just astounds me though is that <laughs> all of a sudden we're like, oh look, we're acknowledging this, but it wasn't even. It was what 1912 that we got the vote. 1920. Or 1920, and so we haven't. It's only been a hundred years since we've been thought of as people that can think. As we weren't. Women haven't way. been taught to read. We're. This is all recent stuff. Suddenly we're like, oh yeah, well, you can't just get credit cards yeah, till 1975. It's it's insane. There's so many ways that women have been subjugated. I. Uh, that might have been a good decision. Fuck off. <laughs> well, no, but that's the thing, too, is that are women able to, ca- to control their own finances? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. In, in the, but that's the thing, the idea in the past that you're, you're your father's property Bankruptcy and you have a existed dowry. long before women but, had access to the But in the, in the structure, it was that we all sort of was like, we were like, 
American values, Christianity, marriage, worship, stuff. Exactly, but <laughs> but the whole thing is that women, were, there was a thing like men took care of you. You went from your father's house to your husband's house with a dowry so that you had some worth because you, of course, on your own are just yeah. a big walking well, while, vagina that makes babies and babies. While baby we're talking up. about it, everything in the world has changed since mm. then. I mean, Fair enough. you know, all those Fair rules that, that, that applied under... Uh, we're in a time where you could have one job and buy a house. Right. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. And six kids. Uh, it was a whole different... Everything was different. We've been pulling at the threads of this sweater long enough that to even right. make comparisons right. is just... We're, we're too absurd. We live You're, in a different I, world now. I, you know? I completely Well, agree. I mean, there's and, definitely... And, and on that note, update the whole, you know, mis- sexual think, misconduct. Thing. Yeah. I think the fact that matters is just like a lot of, you know, women and minorities were getting tired. Getting fucking tired. And I think also what probably lit a fire to our asses is like the administration and like the fact of like not being not being able to get um, uh, an an even wage with men. Right, right. The ERA was never passed. We still have have no legislation that says that men and women need to be paid equally in the workforce. Right. Because they they hold it over our heads and they go, well, women just aren't very good negotiators. False. So, but I. But the thing is, I was taught to be not be a good negotiator. Right, I wasn't right, supposed right. to That's ask part of for whole, more money. Yeah. I didn't know it was like. I didn't know that when you get a job, you have to ask for as much as you can because you're only going to get two or three percent a year. After that, you're not going to get any big bump, even when your knowledge. So, if you feel like, anyways, I. I was. I've been in 